Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Match Report, Match Report 140 podcast. I hope you've all had a good Christmas and New Year brings you all, all a prosperous New Year. Thank you to those of you who have listened so far to this podcast. Just for information, this podcast is currently available on the following platforms. Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast and Stitcher. So if you'd like to subscribe and follow, please use these platforms to and search for Match Report 140. In today's episode of the podcast, I will talk about the Premier League results from Saturday the 29th and Sunday the 30th of December. I will give my give my opinion on Unite and Rebottle kicking incident at Brighton. Have a look at the extraordinary championship match between Norwich and Derby at Carrow Road on Saturday, as well as touch on Hayford FC's result on the weekend and the status at the top of the National League. I think a good place to start this episode is, is the impressive performance and result from Liverpool at home against Arsenal on Saturday evening. The first half performance especially just blew the Gunners away, despite the visitors taking the lead through Ainsley Maitland-Niles. The lead lasted only three minutes and within five minutes the visitors were trailing thanks to two Firmino goals. Whilst the first goal may have involved some good fortune thanks to a lucky bounce off the defenders, there is no doubt about the skill and class as Firmino danced his way through the Arsenal defence to set up Liverpool for three points. Sadio Mane and a 45-minute most seller penalty for the hosts 4-1 up at half-time. The second half was a little less dramatic as only one goal was added to the scoreline, but yet again, this was from the penalty spot. This time, Firmino stepped up to claim his hat-trick as he completed the score and Liverpool won 5-1. The way Liverpool took charge of this match reminded me of how Manchester United dominated games in the 1990s when they were, were at their best. Elsewhere, Spurs in second place lost at home 3 1 to Wolves in a performance that was obviously coming. Not taking anything away from Wolves, this was just a typical Tottenham result. Just when they seemed to have turned a corner and got some consistency going, they go and lose at home to a team they should beat if they have any ambition of winning the league. The result is exactly the reason why I said in episode one. That Spurs don't have it in them to compete over a season without a couple of major signings in, in the January transfer window. Man City reclaimed second place thanks to a 3 1 win against Southampton. David Silva scored a 10th minute goal before Premier Hoiberg equalised in the 37th minute. He was also dismissed five minutes from time for a bad tackle on Fab Fernandinho. The, the scoring was completed by a James Ward Price own goal and a Sergio Aguero header, which wrapped for the, all three points for the visitors. The 51st minute goal for N'Golo Kante was all that was needed to take three points from Crystal Palace as they moved within two points of Tottenham Hotspur. Manchester United revival with Ole Gunnar in charge continued as they beat Bournemouth 4-1 thanks to two goals from Paul Pogba, Marcus Rashford and a Romelu Lukaku goal. Nathan Ake got a conservation goal for the visitors just on the half-time whistle. During this game, Ander Herrera got a book for those cynical pulling a player back fouls to stop the counter-attack of the opposition. I have long felt that these fouls should be given a red card and not a yellow card, as it is nothing short of cheating, and not a professional foul, as a lot of pundits and ex-players seem to think. Only in football can can you seem to try to change the meanings of words as football, like this. I would like to hear what you think on this subject, as I can't, I cannot be the only person who, who has this point of view. So please get in touch with me on Twitter at a football view HFT or use the hashtag MatchReport140 and leave me your views. I just want to touch on the charge given to Unai Emery by the FA for kicking a water bottle that gently hit somebody in the crowd. 
Surely the fact that he apologised to the person during and after the game, and the fact that the officials were satisfied with how he handled the situation suggests that the issue could be left there. Sometimes the FA in football in general seems intent on taking emotion out of the game and want robots on and off the pitch, which to a point they have achieved with all these players talking to each other from behind cupped hands. I'm pretty sure the fact that the supporter who got hit by the water, the fact that he got to speak to Emily probably made his day anyway. I know I want to see players and managers show emotion. And in a generation where it's hard to know if players care or not, let's just let them get on with it and play the game and show emotion. Do you agree with me or, or do you not? Then please get in touch with me on Twitter at FootballViewHFT or use the hashtag MatchReport140 to leave me your views. Now I just want to have a quick look at the game of the day in the Championship last Saturday. This was without doubt the clash between Norwich City and Derby County at Carrow Road. Norwich were two up in the first 31 minutes thanks to goals from Ben Gonfrey and Timo Puku. But by half-time the, the visitors are pulled level thanks to goals from Tamori and Mesa Mount who got a goal each. Not much more happened for over half an hour before Timo Puku got his second goal in the 81st minute. This game had, every, had everything and five minutes before time, some of the floodlights went off, which meant the players had to leave the pitch until all light was restored. When the match got underway again, Florian Jose Fazoum equalised the three minutes remaining. In the second minute of ten, Jack Marriott scored what turns out to be the winner. But even after he scored this winner, Norwich hit the bar, to, which would have gotten its share of all three points. The, the victory for Derby put, the, put Derby in sixth place, four points behind West Bromwich Albion in third place. Norwich missed out on drawing love at the top of the table as Leeds lost 2-0 at home to Swansea City. My hometown team, Hereford FC, moved up to 18th place in the National League North thanks to a 2-0 win over 5th place Chester. Goals from Danny Greenslade and Mike Simmons gave the Bulls all three points as they continue to try and stay up in the National League North this season. The crowd of 2,775 is an impressive figure, figure for the National League North, and this figure included 354 travelling fans from Chester. On Saturday, they face, on Saturday, the Bulls face a tough match at second place Chorley, visit. Staying in the non league, I will have a little look at the top of the National League Premier. Leighton Orient remained top of the table despite a 0 0 draw away to Dover. Wrexham beat Tim Flowers, Solly Holmiel's 1-0 at the racecourse ground thanks to a 49th-minute goal from Paul Rutherford. The victory pulled a Raj team to within a point of the leaders' orient. There was a three-point gap to third place foiled as a Danny Rowe double, with the winner being scored on a stroke of full time, giving the visitors a 2-1 win over Harrogate. The, res- the result put the visitors three-point ahead of Harrogate in sixth place. Salford City also lost. They went down 3-2 to Burrow, who scored their win in the 94th minute. Considering Salford play just under an hour of the game of 10 plays, they can be proud of the result, even though they will be hugely disappointed to lose ground on the top three. Did you attend any of these National League games? If you did, please let us get, please get in touch with me and let me know, tell me about these games and give me your views on the games. So please get in touch on Twitter at FootballViewHFD or use the hashtag MatchReport140. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I want to hear your views on any related matter. 
can be Premier League, Football League, Non-League, Scottish Football or Overseas Football. Please get in touch with me on Twitter at FootballViewHFD or use the hashtag MatchReport140. If you're going to match over the new year period, then please send me your hashtag MatchReport140 on Twitter, which I'll use on my blog, which I am slowly working on. Please don't forget to follow me on Twitter at FootballViewHFD or subscribe to the podcast on one of the following platforms. Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Overcast and Pocket Cast. There will be more platforms being added in the near future. So thank you very much and I wish you all a very happy new year.